0: The residents of Skidmore, Missouri, who had gathered near the DG Tavern on a July morning, could sense the change in atmosphere. Something new had replaced the fear that had previously hung over the town's 440 citizens. A sense of, of obligation, as well as an anger, a profound, long-simmering anger, were both present. Men had gathered near trucks containing weapons and shotguns. From nearby windows, bank staff and grocery clerks observed. Dust hung in the air above the town's little constructed main road, adding to the sense of a Wild West showdown that day in 1981. Ken Rex McElroy, 47, a hefty man with a ragged pair of sideburns and a piercing glare, strolled out of the tavern door. He said nothing to the 30-odd neighbours who stood nearby or observed from a petrol station just up the hill as he walked out of the tavern and into his Chevy Silverado's driver's side door. Trina, his wife, went into the passenger seat. Trina looked around, and then behind them. She was the first to see the rifle as one of the gathered men hoisted it to shoulder level. She heard the rear window of the Silverado shatter and saw her husband slump over the steering wheel. In seconds, Ken McElroy would be dead, and the people of Skidmore, who had seen everything, would claim to have seen absolutely nothing at all. Join me and the Sinister sisters Cadence and Alexa as we discuss the case of Ken McElroy. So hello, my fellow weirdos. How is everybody today? I hope everyone is all fan dabby dozy and having an amazing week. Th- this week we have an unsolved murder case um, and it's a doozy. Everyone's going to love Mr. Ken McElroy because he's uh, just an absolute, absolute joy. Um, and to help me cover this unsolved murder case, we have two very, very special guests from a podcast that is very. Dear to me absolutely love it it is cadence and alexa from the something sinister podcast hello hello hello
1: and we're based out of Missouri. So and you're based
0: what out of Missouri. you know, Ken's a
1: great guy of ours or great friend of ours. I can't wait to talk <laughs> Friend about of the family, him. you know, and he is not the Ken doll, yeah. just FYI. Just to be so, clear, not to be confused. Um, no, we're so excited. I get so excited. Especially after that intro. Like, I cannot wait to hear this. I know. I'm stoked.
0: I'm glad that you guys oh. can come on. We've we this has been in the process for a while, hasn't it? We, we were talking about it. It's been months. Yes. Um, but time differences have got in the way and my schedule has got in the way. And yeah, it's, it's been. Mm-hmm. But we finally got it. We finally got it pinned down. Finally. Pinned down. Yes. Um, so, ladies, for anyone who hasn't listened to your podcast and like I talk about you guys a lot on here. So if, if nobody's listened, I'm like, what is going on? sort out your life decisions (laughs) what is happening um (gasps) please give the listeners a little bit of information about your podcast where they can find it where they can follow you on social medias and all of that good stuff
1: yeah do you want to start sure okay um so we are a True crime podcast, something sinister. Uh, we are not historians, just FYI, or biologists <laughs> or, or scientists <laughs> or criminologists. Um, we love talking all things true crime. Sometimes we do research the night before or the day of for this one. But you know what? We research, we have fun, and our stories are always right. I mean, we might make up words here and there, (laughs) um, but we love to keep it positive. We love to uh, throw the comedy aspect into it, as well as get drunk. Yes. So So we recorded with Dom earlier today. We always incorporate a small drinking game or something spiked, so we've already had our tequila for the morning. (laughs) (laughs) and uh morning we uh we also kind of do some like astrology zodiac stuff we try to like be a little different so we uh yeah we we have fun with it we do so uh you can find us on all podcast platforms spotify apple Podcasts, youtube amazon you can also find us on youtube uh we do have videos so we record every one of our sessions plus more on youtube so subscribe download Share, yeah. rate, review, all the fun things. I always just direct people to something com. Yeah. That way you can find all our links, social media merge, blah, 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 all uh, that fun stuff.
0: Yes, that is that is the best way. Um, but thank you for that, guys. Uh, as I said, if you haven't listened to Cadence and Alexa, please do. They have an amazing podcast. It is one of one of my very much one of my daily, daily listens. So
1: Oh, I love that! Yeah. You guys, thank you. You guys are special. You were like one of the first people to like really reach out and be like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. Like huge supporter. Let's yeah. like do. Like, and and you you started pretty close to the same time we did, right?
0: Yeah. So I started mine in October. I think it was like late October something
1: yeah yeah we released sellers ours. on Halloween yeah oh, really? on October 31st oh, wow. last mm-hmm. year so I think the 20 we're just I
0: think the 22nd of October was when I did my first gotcha. so yeah oh. literally like just over a week mm-hmm. just over a week before oh wow that's mad I didn't realize that it was that. Fate. like <laughs> yeah it was, it was definitely <laughs> um so how do you know anything about this at all
1: no Yes. Other <laughs> than Missouri,
0: I was going to say I've heard of Skidmore. But yeah, that's... I'm so glad. I was it's like, I was like, I hope like they don't know like loads of stuff, and I'm just going to be like, ah, oh, a man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no,
1: I'm calm. Good. Um, so,
0: so yeah, this guy, this guy was something else. Like it, vigilante justice. I'm a bit. I go back and forth, but this guy, this guy probably probably deserved it i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put it out okay. there he, he, he yeah he probably deserved it um so are you ready ladies to get we're ready
1: let's go let's get spooky. wonderful
0: so ken rex McElroy was born in 1934 and was the <laughs> 15th of 16 children to tony and maple a poor
1: woman yeah, no, I'm not even gonna say it.
0: Okay. <laughs> 15. <laughs> wow, <laughs>
1: oh my god, that sounds
0: can you yeah. imagine the noise of 16 children in <gasps> your house?
1: The noise, the uh, the food consumption, the, the vagina, cries, <laughs> what it I mean, took. Do, <laughs> do you reckon
0: when it got to like child 13, he just sort of slipped out, like he was just. You know
1: Yeah. And they were just like, walking they out. Just just out. like I'm here. Squirreling <laughs> the <laughs> umbilical cord as he comes. Number fourteen's here. <laughs> <the umbilical> cord. <laughs> oh, gross.
0: <laughs> so uh Tony and Mabel uh, were a poor migrant setting farming couple who had travelled between Kansas and the Ozark before settling outside of Skidmore. So, Ken dropped out of eighth grade at the age of 15 mm-hmm. and immediately gained reputation as a cattle rustler, small-time criminal, and womanizer in the area. We're off to oh. a good start. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like a great We're guy. We're off to a really, really good start. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, and it gets, it gets so much better from here. So much better. Um, so, McElroy was suspected of stealing grain, gasoline, alcohol, antiques, and livestock for more than two decades, but why not? Right, <laughs> but two
1: decades, jeez. Two
0: decades, um, and what's even more like mad than this? He escaped. So, guess how many times he escaped conviction when charges were brought against him?
1: No, escaped. Oh, escaped. I thought you said, guess how many times she <laughs> she's was like convicted. zero. No. <laughs> oh, he probably escaped every single time.
0: He escaped conviction twenty-one times.
1: Oh, <gasps> how? which is insane what in the world
0: um he's
1: like i did not do this i'm like okay see you next time
0: (laughs) now like every like, just don't be don't don't be doing this again ken oh no it's fine yeah yeah cool yeah fine yeah (laughs) next week the judge is just like ken we talked about this (laughs) (laughs) this is the 19th time you're here like yeah. come <laughs> on what
2: is
1: going on i know judge i know i fucked up i won't do it again you got my word one more chance oh
0: dear <laughs> so one of the reasons um why he escaped conviction 21 times um is because often after witnesses so often witnesses refuse to testify um because he would allegedly intimidate them by following them or parking outside their homes yeah. and just like sitting there watching them. like He would literally sit mm-hmm. outside people's signs for hours and just watch them th- from his car.
2: Oh, my God.
1: What a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Wow. what an
0: absolute... Yeah, it he, is, he is something else. Yeah,
1: I feel like that's like a cartoon clip where it's like the judge is like, is it this man? And they look over and he's like, <laughs> like, no!
0: <laughs> 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 he's like... <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Um so McElroy excelled at slipping out slipping out of trouble, as we as we just mentioned. Um it, this is because he had the money to employ a defense attorney called Richard McFadden. Um and this defence attorney was rumored to represent the mafia or be used by the mafia.
1: Sounds like a good um, guy.
0: So <laughs> He's a pretty, like, if he, that, might, that might explain why he was very good at getting off convictions. Oh, truly? Um, if you've got, like, a, a mafia lawyer. Yes. Like, I mean, you're not, you're not going anywhere, are you? Let's be honest. Right. Like, you're right. Yeah. never getting anything. Um, so uh, McFadden, uh, as said, a, a, a rumored mafia uh, defense attorney, um, would ensure he was somewhere else other than the site of the crime. Mm. Uh so he would always make sure that Ken conveniently wasn't around or he was somewhere. He had else.
1: an alibi.
0: Oh. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, so to also add to how good of a guy McElroy was, not only did Richard McFadden uh represent him, he also represented his hunting dog friends.
1: Mm. Oh, hunting dog friends, not the hunting dog.
0: No, okay no. i was like
1: wait dogs can have lawyers <laughs> what did the dog do
0: can you imagine <laughs> dogs having lawyers oh god <laughs> so just like ah, oh, so so honey i'm i'm off to my case yeah my first case today <laughs> oh really like who represent oh yeah i'm representing like brian the the lab <laughs> <laughs> i think i think we're gonna be all right mustard <laughs> pickles again <laughs> he ate too many
2: pickles
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, he killed his neighbor's cat. He's on trial for convicted murder. So um, (laughs) it's going to be real tough one day. (gasps) Uh,
0: So McFadden would utilize every legal technique at his disposal to have hearings postponed or delayed, believing that the longer the case against McIlroy went to trial, the colder the case would get. They might have been able to hold out for a month or two um, his, you know, the, the people that we that would be testifying against him, but many of them would recant their comments after being harassed by McElroy for long periods of time, which would mean that McElroy would repeatedly walk away from significant charges with nothing more than a dent in his wallet, Ugh, I hate and that's that. it, and a, and, a, and a slap on the wrist yeah. just for good measure.
1: Wow, <laughs> I hate
0: it. Like, I mean, as much as I as I hate to say it, he obviously knew his shit. Um, Yeah, he knew what he was doing. But yeah, Yeah. which is obviously unfortunate for the town of Skidmore, as we will get into, Mm -hmm. because there are some things in here that will make you like, just be like, what the fuck is this guy, man? (laughs) Um, So before I get into Ken's love life, fair warning that this is going to be quite triggering to some people, to to a lot of people, pretty much. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This guy is actually vile in regards to his love life. Um, So, Mm. yeah, get ready. Uh, So, McElroy fathered over 10 children with three different women, um, which probably isn't the greatest of starts, I'm not going to lie. And it it does only get worse for No. (laughs) 10 children with three different women. Fucking hell. Um, Trina McLeod would be his third and final... Wife, I use that term loosely, as the marriages would often overlap with each other.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: Oh my gosh! Indeed. Is
1: that a felony too? Well, at that time, polygamy was still legal. Uh, wow. Well, depending, I don't know what year is this. Uh,
0: this was probably 70s? like in the
1: sixties. Okay, 70s? so polygamy wasn't legal. So I don't know how hmm.
0: this was. 70s. Wow, weird. Um, <laughs> so if that wasn't a crime, this certainly is. Uh, McElroy. Met Trina when she was twelve years old, <gasps> while well Ken while Ken himself was over twenty years her senior. Oh, yeah, because
2: he
1: you said he was born in thirty thirty four four. I think yeah, thirty four. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Oh, my God. Ew. That's
0: sick. Uh, Calroy's method of wooing Trina. I shouldn't laugh because it's it's grim, but it's it's also quite just mind-boggling. Um, McElroy's method of wooing Trina, who, again, was a child. <laughs> she was 12. Was to follow her school bus and repeatedly honk and yell until the driver pulled over and allowed Ken to abscond with her. <gasps>
1: Oh my god. Shame on yeah. that person. Yeah. That is
0: like, awful.
1: Hey, no. this guy it's, is harassing us. You know what we should do? We should pull over and let him on. See yeah. what he wants.
0: It's it's insane, isn't it? And yeah, it's it's kind of hard to avoid stranger danger when the school bus driver can simply be pressured into being an accessory to kidnapping. Yeah, right. Madness. Um, so if that wasn't good enough, uh, this this next bit is is a is a doozy. Trina would be raped on numerous occasions, which resulted in her becoming pregnant at fourteen mm. years old. Um, after which, she would drop out of school and went to live with McElroy and his wife Alice. Alice was still very much in the picture while this was happening. By the way, oh
2: my god, so she now yeah, so she's a piece of shit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. um. <laughs> And to make things even better, to avoid charges of statutory rape, Ken would divorce Alice and marry Trina.
1: Of course. Where are Trina's parents? Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) They're just like, oh, okay, whatever.
0: (laughs) It's like this whole section is just... It's like you would think it's a movie because you're like, that. this doesn't happen in real life. Like, like, this this is just all... made up it's it's
1: insane
0: yeah yeah Yeah. like this guy is just an absolute slime ball so a little over two weeks after giving birth both trina and alice attempted to flee to trina's mother and stepfather's Mm. house McElroy, um as we will find out a little a little bit later was not one to 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 take rejection particularly well would soon find them after this and would bring them back uh he then he then returned to the house of the mother and stepfather while they were away set it on fire uh and do you know do you know what, do you know what else he did which was the kicker he also shot their family i knew it i knew it was gonna
1: be something with I the dog too. oh my god
0: i hate this guy. so wait did the
1: people in the house die no they weren't there oh they weren't there uh, they
0: okay, they right. went home Got at it. the time oh um, my but like that's that's uh that's a perfectly normal reaction isn't it like perfectly yeah i just normal, did that too perfectly well, you know just... say that.
1: <laughs> 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 yes totally normal justified like,
0: totally normal Totally justified. Why wouldn't you set someone's house on fire and <sighs> shoot their dog in the face? I yeah. want to add. Um, so sad. Yeah. What the fuck, Ken? <laughs> Whoa, what the fuck? You need that on a t-shirt. <laughs> what
1: the fuck, Ken? Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good. <sighs> should we? Should we put some right, match out? Right. Just what Our the fuck, Ken? On like everything, and then we can split. The, <laughs> we can split the <laughs> profits. <laughs> so McElroy was charged with arson assault and statutory rape in june 1973 he was taken into custody detained and arraigned before being released on a two thousand five hundred dollar bond trina and her baby were put into the care of mary of a maryville missouri foster family and this is where you will see the pattern of what ken would do every single time he was arrested so in this case what he did, he would he sat outside the foster family's home for hours at a time, just staring at it. Um, he then Bye. told the foster family that he would trade girl for girl in order to get his child because he knew where the foster family's biological daughter went to school and which bus route she took.
1: What a psycho! One, I can't even look at a TV for two hours. Can you imagine just staring yeah. <laughs> at someone's house for two fucking hours? No, I get so bored. It's
0: it's it's insane. Like it's an absolutely insane. Uh, right my attention span, right? My my attention span would not no. allow me to do that. I'll get bored after like fifteen minutes. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm going. Yeah, and- <laughs> I'm going. I'm just.
1: He, this whole thing with the the school bus and stalking, like that is like yeah. I, that's like beyond stalking. Yeah, that is total complete obsession. obsession. It completely it's con- yeah. it's consumes everything like about a mental you. illness. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, what in the world, Rose?
0: He's a gem, isn't he? <laughs> Absolute gem. <laughs> good old Missouri. Good, uh, good old Ken from from Skidmore um and from missouri, uh, from missouri. <laughs> indeed um so trina claimed in a 1981 people magazine interview that the house fire was caused by de- uh, defective wiring later interviews with alice and trina revealed that they downplayed their abuse and even claimed mcelroy was kind to them uh alice told people magazine shortly after her death in 1981 uh, Ken was totally different from the way they're saying he was now. Oh, he was wild, but he wasn't guilty of all those things they say. He was honest and generous. I never knew him to steal anything, ever.
1: You lying bitch. Yeah, she's fucking lying. <laughs> like, what and yeah. why? Like, at that point, why lie? Yeah, like, what the fuck? You've already said that he's a piece like, of shit, and now you're going to come back and say, oh, no, he was, he was such a gun. Yeah, man. like,
0: she's either lying, she's either lying, or those Stockholm Syndrome vibes mm. are strong. Oh,
1: yeah, for sure. Are
0: like so good strong. Good
1: point. Yeah.
2: Good old. Good Either that old or, Ken,
0: or or Ken's just a manipulative sack of shit, which he is. Oh, <laughs> no, 100%. I think that's a given. Jeez. That's an absolute given. Um. So, so, Romaine uh, Henry, uh, who was a Skidmore farmer. Claim McElroy shot him twice with a shotgun when he challenged him for firing guns on his property. So Henry was like, Ken, don't shoot guns on my property. And then Ken shot him twice.
1: He's like, I didn't. How about? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Although he's probably not holding a pistol to his side. <laughs> yeah,
2: like that.
0: Just sidecocking it. Yeah. That'd be so hard. would be like, shh, shh. <laughs> um
1: yeah, that's probably not how you play up your innocence. I didn't do yeah. it. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. bang. Bang, bang. bang. <laughs> You're no. done.
0: Yeah since I love that was it was Henry's property as well. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> bye. What?
1: Get what the hell. And I will tell you this.
0: Up, I-, I
1: don't know what farmland is like over there in England, but farmers in the Midwest do not fuck around. I've had people pull guns on me just for pulling in the wrong driveway so I could, like, turn around.
2: Really? Yeah. Like,
1: these, if you get (laughs) deep into the farms here, these people don't, like, to be messed with. So the fact that he had the balls to go and shoot guns on the property, get called out for it, and then continue to shoot guns. Like, I'm surprised that other farmer didn't just right there. Instantly. Yeah. Like, no conversation. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No. I, I, I probably would have yeah, I probably would have just shot him myself. I to mean, be perfectly honest. So Um Yeah. It's like shoot me twice, I'm gonna shoot you three times <laughs> up the anxiety. Yeah. Fucking dickhead. Yeah, great. Right. <laughs> uh so McElroy um faced a charge of assault with the attempt to murder. Mm. However McElroy denied being present at the time, because of course of course yeah. he did. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Henry Henry claimed that McElroy uh, also parked outside his house at least 100 times as the case went on without a court date.
1: What? <laughs> Psycho. Where? It's like, does he have the same 24 hours in a day that we do? <laughs> yeah, like, where does he have the time to be able to do all
0: of this? M- Molly May's like, Molly May's like, you're not using your full 24 hours, Ken. Come on, yeah, like, not using your world? full 24.
1: Jeez, it's, that's <laughs> it's insane, next level. Man?
0: This is like it's when I was when I was outlining this, I was like, I've done some I've done some, you know, you know, I've, I've covered Bonin and I've covered Kraft and I covered Catherine Knight, who like chopped up her husband and was mm-hmm. going to feed him to her kids. Like mm-hmm. but this this is just like blowing my mind, I think, more than any other one, just because mm-hmm. of the sheer the sheer just like ridiculousness of it, I think. I'm just yeah. like
1: the dedication dedication yeah. the For dedication sure, the obsession like we said yeah. earlier
0: crazy it it's like a movie script like it's yeah. genuinely like a movie script it, Netflix you, sure. would be all over this <laughs> right like insane um so two uh, raccoon hunters testified at the trial that they were with McElroy on the day of the shooting which took place distant from Henry's property under interrogation by McElroy's attorney, Richard Jean McFadden, um, Henry was compelled to disclose in court that he had concealed his own petty criminal past for more than thirty years. Um, so McElroy was found not guilty.
1: What the fuck? Who are these people? Whose balls does he have? <laughs> right a <hold> of? Uh, <laughs> There's yeah, got to be some deep uh, connections there. Yeah, not mob lawyers. I like, was about to say, like, or something. like
0: for for anyone out there who who's being like, I, like, I wonder if I if I committed a crime, who I would get this mob lawyer. Yeah. Like this is the lawyer that you need. Like, for sure. I mean, get for this sure. guy.
1: Like, is he still alive? Like, do you want to rob a bank? <laughs> well, I
2: mean,
1: you know, I recently did my taxes on TurboTax, and I was scared i going to prison after every button I click because they're like, if you input the wrong information, it's
2: <laughs> the a felony. And I'm
1: like, oh, my God, I'm going to go to jail. I like probably put the wrong number, click that I had kids or something. And
2: like,
1: this guy's fucking going on a rampage. And they're yeah. like, well, it's all
2: right.
0: don't you, do
1: it again. Yeah, you, you,
0: you, It's right. You should have just called up old old uh old dick McFadden cadence yeah. and you have been yeah. fine you have been absolutely I fine was my taxes <laughs> <laughs> oh dear <gasps> so uh Trina went to a grocery store in Skidmore in nineteen eighty uh with Tonya, who was one of one of Ken's daughters from a previous marriage um Trina um and retail retailers Ernest Bo Bowen uh, Bowen Camp and his wife Lois got into a fight over whether Tonya had taken candies without intending to pay for it. So pretty, you know, pretty minor. Like Ken could probably sort that out without like blowing his lid. But yeah. it's Ken, so he very much did not handle this without blowing his lid. Um, so the misunderstanding escalated into a charge that his daughter was a thief for McElroy. Um, so McElroy misunderstood that like, you know, his daughter was was being called just this massive criminal mastermind thief. Um, so he started following the Bowen camps around their store and at their house, parking outside for hours at a time. Um, knowing McElroy's history, the couple was worried that his pestering would escalate into violence. And boy- wow. Boy oh boy, did it turn into violence. Um so McElroy, so this is this is fucking insane. I just want to preface this. This is obscene. Um McElroy approached Bobo in camp in the grocery store's loading area. McElroy raised a shotgun and fired after a brief verbal confrontation. Ken had shot Bo in the neck from point blank range with a shotgun. Um this was He fucking
1: obliterated his neck. <laughs> yeah.
2: What the fuck? What the fu- uh,
0: I I tried to go on with that, but like Cadence's reaction, like, <laughs> I'm like killed me. I'm, I'm step
1: by step <laughs> picturing him in my head, and it is wow. not a neck anymore. No, his head just fell off. <laughs>
0: um, so this would obviously mark the second occasion. That McElroy had shot someone. Because he shot the farmer. Um, So you you would think. That after getting shot in the neck. From point blank range. With a shotgun. Bowen Camp would probably die. The man lived.
1: Oh my god. That poor guy.
0: So I just want to say again. Bow got shot in the fucking neck. From like point blank. Like face to face range. With a shotgun. And he fucking lived. (laughs) Like he lived. Oh
1: my God, how? That would like obliterate your, that would like shatter everything.
0: It's, I, I, I have
1: no words.
0: Yeah. Man's flabbergasted. I, I, I genuinely, like, I'm not a religious man at all, but I can believe that there might have been some divine intervention.
1: Uh yeah,
0: hundred yeah,
1: percent. Uh, can we all just just take a moment to go back <laughs> to the fact that this was over
2: fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. So following, following this, McElroy got into his pickup and drove away. Uh, Richard Stratton, who was a highway patrol uh corporal, was alerted to the event. Um, and pursued McElroy. McElroy had previously run had previous run-ins with this officer so he knew he would try and get out of the country by taking a detour through neighboring Fillmore. He tracked down and apprehended McElroy but not before considering the possibility of being shot and this is because McElroy had previously, previously stated that he was capable of shooting down cops and there was no reason to mistrust him at the time. There really isn't like he shot two people I wouldn't mistrust when he's like, "Yeah, I could shoot a cop." I, yeah, probably. I yeah, you probably could. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. I would. I would take everything he says very <laughs> yeah. literally. Yeah. Yeah. 100%.
0: Definitely. Um, so McIlroy uh, obviously enlisted McFadden to represent him in the subsequent criminal prosecution, as was becoming customary. McFadden requested and was granted a change of venue, uh, this time to Harrison County. And prepared a defense in which Bowen Camp was presented as the aggressor.
2: <gasps>
0: <laughs> okay, man who got shot in the neck was the, the aggressor.
1: aggressor?
0: Because he <laughs>
1: like, said, hey, don't steal candy from, from me again. again. <laughs> <laughs> or even worst case scenario, let's say he did get onto her and say, "Hey, you're a thief. Yeah. Do not come in here and steal my candy." Like even if he was like aggressive, she fucking stole from him. Yeah. yeah. He didn't do anything
0: yeah. <laughs> to Ken. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. Jesus. He didn't do and it he at got all. Off um,
1: it unbelievable.
0: So, so yeah. So Bowen Camp was presented as the aggressor, and even better than that, McElroy said that the business owner had approached him with a knife, and McElroy avoided. And uh, McElroy couldn't avoid defending himself. Oh that was the reason God. he shot him because he apparently approached him with a knife. He That's
1: couldn't defend himself, but he
0: could hold a shotgun up to his straight to his neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, so <laughs> in the interim, McElroy would stick to his usual strategy of intimidating victims, driving by the Bowen Camp household and making harassing phone calls.
2: Mm.
0: Boeing Camp's wife recalled you can't know how intimidating it was after that. Before his trial, he would drive up to our house in his pickup at night and just sit there sometimes he would fire his gun it was frightening that's some of the most over the top marvel supervillain bullshit i've ever heard in my life
1: what the fuck <laughs> right he's <laughs> a psycho oh. <laughs> crazy and, and, and do we know how many kid of his kids are like living with him at the time
0: uh, i couldn't find anything about that uh, unfortunately Gosh,
1: those poor kids. yeah they were probably terrified I mean at yes. least one because she's a fucking thief but yeah you know <laughs> if you get in trouble you know dad's not going to come and spank you he's just going to start shooting his <laughs> right,
0: Yeah, he's not going to come and like you know discipline you he's just going to come and like shoot someone
2: <laughs> like, yeah what the hell
0: fuck you girl um, so McElroy was able to postpone the trial for almost five months until June the 25th 1981 thanks to legal maneuvering during this time the acting prosecuting attorney quit and was replaced by david baird who was a young new prosecutor some people believe that McElroy forced the prior prosecutor to resign i i can believe that i, can, I would yeah, believe I can, that. I can buy that very yeah, yeah
1: he was probably stalking him and shooting his gun in the air at yeah. his <laughs> house i yeah. just honestly leave this entire area like, yeah. like, like, <laughs> i'm a neighbor grocery store i'd be like i'm out yeah. Just, yeah. Leave, mm-hmm. y'all
0: just leave just out. everyone just leave the town at this point yeah like mm-hmm. skidmore can just, just in town you know just go, <laughs> go and die um <laughs> so even though the new prosecutor uh, david Baird, was just three years out of law school he accomplished something that no previous Prosecutor in McElroy's criminal history had been able to do. He found him guilty of a crime.
2: God. What crime? First time.
0: Well done, David. Um. So, <laughs> what well, crime? This is going to really piss you off. <laughs> oh, good. Piss me Stop off. Shoplifting. Um, yeah. <laughs> candy. So he was <laughs> shot, shot, slap wrist. Don't shoplift candy. <laughs> um. So he was found guilty of a crime for the first time, and Ken preface this he shot someone in the neck with a shotgun from point blank range he was charged with second degree assault and sentenced to two years
1: assault how do you assault on by shooting them in their throat (laughs) hey at least it's better than nothing also fun fact this mr david bird baird is still an attorney oh today Ah. Where is he located in Maryville, out so outside of St. Louis, which makes sense because good. So this is like three and a half hours away from where we are.
0: Oh, yeah. right way.
1: Yeah. Oh, crazy. or where he is at least. So, well, yeah. Even shout somewhere. out David.
0: <laughs> well done, David. You Someone got him charged on something. Granted.
1: Hey, at least he did something. Like, yeah,
0: at least he got something. Um, but wow. but the, it's just the fact that like. He generally tried to kill someone, oh, nice. and was and was charged with second degree assault. Assault, wow! <laughs> like, what? Wow, that's crazy. I I, I can't. Um, so, those in Skidmore who rejoiced at the news that McElroy had finally been convicted of something found their joy short-lived. This is because McElroy was released on a forty thousand dollar bond, awaiting appeal of his conviction.
1: Of course, not surprised. That is
0: disgusting. Of Of course. And if that wasn't fucking infuriating enough, McElroy said at the trial, and I quote, The jury convicted me and they gave me two years, but I'll tell you what, I'll never go to jail. I'll appeal and get off. I've been fighting the law since I was 13 and I'm damn near 50. I've been arrested for over 53 felonies and this is the first one I've ever lost.
1: What a fucking I mean, narcissist! He's not wrong. No, he's, no not wrong. he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's spitting out facts, but he is still a damn narcissist. Jeez. <laughs> oh my god.
0: The 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 bragging and the ego of this fuckhead is actually outstanding. Yeah, especially like, if, like for it's... someone from
1: Missouri. Like this oh. is a very not typical Midwest attitude, unless I guess you're uh right
0: felon. <laughs> Yeah, unless you're from Skidball. Yeah. Like um so, so McElroy's presence in town remained ominous and the sentence had no effect on his actions. Uh, as shown by the fact that he flashed a bayoneted gun in the DMG tavern intended finish intending to finish the job on Bowen Camp. So such an act was clearly a breach of his bail bond, um, and eyewitnesses mustered the bravery to testify against him in the hopes Ultimately, putting him behind nice. bars. However, <sighs> however McElroy's uh, deception caused the hearing to be postponed again. Uh, McElroy was in the tavern of the morning of July the 10th, 1981, when he should have been in court facing gun charges.
1: He does what he wants. Because, like... <laughs>
0: of course, for every one step step forward, there's like 5,000
1: steps backwards. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, So to the people of Skidmore, McElroy's continued presence was inexplicable. uh, Time and again, the law had failed to protect them from a violent, abusive man who had stolen from them, raped them, terrorized them in their homes and fired guns at them in the hopes of killing them. Uh, there was no predicting what kind of damage he can inflict before he was sent to jail, and of course that was assuming that he had even wind up in jail in the fucking first place. Right. <laughs> um. Unbelievable. So town, yeah, like, uh, yeah, um. So townspeople uh, met with Sheriff Estes um, at the Legion Hall in the center of town on July the tenth, nineteen eighty one to discuss ways to protect themselves McElroy and trina came at the tng tavern or well, came to the uh, DMG tavern during the meeting uh, the men at legion hall received word that he was in town um, as he sat drinking at the bar uh, so the sheriff ad- uh, advised the assembled group not to confront McElroy directly but rather to seriously consider organizing a neighborhood watch organization because that would that's going to I don't know how much that would actually help. Would that yeah, help? A
1: neighborhood watch,
0: like how about this body know? shields, <laughs> like, and guns. Just
1: everybody <laughs> yeah. walking around with body shields and on. guns. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. I've, a neighborhood watch. <laughs> After what we've heard. Yeah. How about? I don't know.
1: A collective like neighborhood hide. Like everybody yeah, just or, hide. Like, the army <laughs> or the yeah. national guard. I don't know. Like.
0: <sighs> um. So, so Estes, after um, telling the the group not to confront McElroy directly, mm-hmm. drove his police cruiser out of town, uh, and the citizens made the decision to head to the tavern on a mass. What I love about this is that right after the town meeting, but before he was shot, um, the sheriff was pretty much like, "Right, so don't do anything crazy. We need to let the law. You know, we need to let the law take care of him. Don't confront him directly. We'll do a neighborhood watch." So I'm just going to go out of town, but don't do anything crazy. Like, right. Don't, no, you know, don't, don't, don't go and confront him. I'm just going to go out of town for a bit. But know. I will
1: be here to monitor yeah. you. <laughs>
0: yeah. right. I will be
1: here to see what you're doing. <laughs> so <laughs> be good. This is what you need to be doing.
0: Yeah. He's just, like, <laughs> right. just, just like, now I got to go, but no vigilante shit, right? Wink. No vigilante shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love it, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Like 100%. The sheriff knew exactly what was going to happen, and he was just like, I'm well, not going to do sure. anything to stop it because he was probably yes. tired of Ken's shit as well, I imagine. Um, so many people walked inside and surrounded McElroy, uh, which was a quiet gesture of community support. McElroy was deafeningly silent, uh, he got out of the building and into his Silverado. Trina, his wife, would later tell detectives she saw a man raise a rifle behind them before the shooting started. A bullet broke McElroy's car window and blasted through him, scattering shards of glass everywhere. One of the men opened the passenger side door and ushered Trina out of the line of fire and she was led to a nearby bank. The shooting would continue for 20 seconds or so and then stopped. Uh, the only remaining noise was the Silverado's rumbling engine.
2: Oh, wow,
1: my god, yeah, slow clap. Holy, (laughs) 20 seconds is a long time when
2: you're,
0: yeah, (laughs) when you're getting hammered with, yeah, 20 seconds is a long time. Oh, Um,
1: my god, I'm surprised they let her live. To be honest, I'm surprised (laughs) someone came in and got her out of the truck. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I was I was expecting like especially just nobody just to, like they just get they both get wow. from, but now she she got pulled out um
1: holy shit
0: like crazy there there are very few times where like vigilante justice is probably justified. this is not one of those times. I think this is very much justified because obviously yeah. the law wasn't doing anything. No, no. So the so cop came, came back person. and yeah.
1: The <laughs> back goes, you guys, <laughs>
0: what the fuck? It <laughs> just comes back and he's like, it's like, guys, I told you. Oh.
1: Bill.
2: Guys. Jesse. <laughs> Will, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow yeah i would oh. say it's
1: justified not condoning violence or like felonies or murder but jesus christ like yeah that guy they were
0: yeah. over it yeah they were they were done very much done um so McElroy, who was 47 years old at the time remained in the car after being shot twice um he would not have noticed his shooter because the gunfire came from behind him uh, there were bullet uh, casings from two different firearms discovered, to which the guns have never been discovered. So the, mm-hmm. the bullet casings have been discovered, oh. but the guns have never been discovered. It's mm-hmm. also it's also worth noting. This is hilarious. It's also worth noting that not one person called an ambulance. They just went home or went back to their businesses.
1: <laughs> Love that. Yeah. <laughs> even wait, even Trina. Like, what did she do? She went to the oh we. We'll
0: it was fine yeah but she had to
1: have known what was going on like why didn't that's what I'm saying she was kind of like like, thank thank god God. yeah probably
0: like I mean yeah yeah
1: she's like while I'm here I need to deposit (laughs) a thousand dollars actually I need to withdraw everything
0: that's in my account (laughs) do you cash checks here (laughs) (laughs) I just want to make sure um (laughs) so so Speaking of Trina, uh, Trina was resolute in her belief that she knew who the killer was from the moment she was brought in for questioning. She mm. identified a man, um, uh, later identified as Del Clement by People magazine, as the man who had held up the firearm and shot McElroy. So yes. Clement Clement did have a motive. Uh, he was a co-owner uh, of the pub where McElroy sat idle driving away customers and he was also a victim of one of his castle robberies. And he was also known to have a very short fuse. So you know, there's there's some stuff that could be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dell's, you know, Dell's a good sort of candidate for, yeah. for a potential shooter. Um so Clement, on the other hand, rejected the claim and no further witnesses came forward. Then uh, yeah. The the
1: right. DA. The be in a snitch. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, like they they essentially like the town just didn't say a word, and and Good to this up. day, like no yeah. one no one knows who did it. Like they kept their silence, and they just never never said a word. Um,
2: They're
0: like Ken. Hmm. Don't know the name. Yeah. It's not ringing a bell. Ken. No, I don't know a Ken. Sorry. Um, so the DA and the coroner's jury um, ultimately decided not to issue an arrest warrant or prosecute charges on Clement. Um, so residents were approached in a variety of ways by local law enforcement and federal officials in an attempt to inquire information. Mm-hmm. They made an effort to be pleasant. Um, the, so the, the law enforcement and federal officials made an effort to be present, uh, pleasant even, they then. Took a stronger stance, demanding to know what had occurred. Um, they argued that no one would be able to get away with murder in broad daylight in front of dozens of people. Vehicles from the FBI crawled into town, stopping in front of homes, um, and agents sat in kitchens attempting to get even the least bit of information from residents.
1: Why? This dude was a piece of shit. Yeah, let like, it let it go. Chalk it up to yeah. a cold case, and the medical. mafia probably paid off the FBI. They're like, Hey, we need to, figure yeah, yeah. This yeah, oh, yeah,
0: mafia guy. You know, there is the mafia tie, isn't there, with the with the lawyer? So, maybe. Um, so nothing they did was successful. Uh, the residents of Skidmore had little to say other than that they heard gunshots or dropped to the ground to escape being hit by a bullet. Um, they Couldn't tell who began it, if there were many shooters, or if anyone was fleeing the scene. None of it convinced uh, David Baird to bring a case, um, and Trina's testimony would be worthless if there was no one to back it up. After a year, the FBI announced that their investigation would be closing, and then they closed it.
1: Oh, yeah. It's like justice was served. Yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: I just love how how the people in in the town, when like the FBI were like, so we need like the people in the town were just like, Ken got shot and you can't find the shooter. Oh, damn. That's uh, that's tough. Yeah. Good luck with that, though. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Let
1: me know if you find anything out. They're like, wait, what did Bill say? Because Karen, did she talk to Karen yet? Because I'm just curious what they just had to say. They might have been at the bar. I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah, I it. love it. Like, have you spoken to Dave? Dave's a bit suspicious. Yeah. Have you spoken to dave
2: Oh dear!
0: Wow! Surely
1: someone was like, "You do know he shot the general store manager in the neck and the farmer?" Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, you know
1: this guy's a piece of shit, right? Yeah, like, like no one's sad. Like yeah.
0: there were there was there were the shootings, and then there was him essentially fucking abducting a child and then yeah. raping said child mm-hmm. and then impregnating right. said child at 14 and setting someone's house on fire and shooting a dog <laughs> like there's so yeah, endless hours so, of stalking <laughs> yeah and the sounds way. of stalking like wow jesus um so uh McElroy was laid to rest in saint joseph's memorial park cemetery uh, trina McElroy sued the town of Skidmore, County of uh, Noddoway, Sheriff Danny Estes, Steve, Porter, uh, Steve Peters, who was the mayor of Skidmore, and Dell Clement for $5 million in a wrongful death suit on July the 9th,
1: 1984. <laughs> wow. Wait, and
0: she won? <laughs> the, so the lawsuit was eventually resolved out of court. Guess how much for so it was five million that she filed for. Oh, guess how much it was resolved good. for? Out of I'm going to guess
1: a mil. That's what I'm going to say. A million dollars. You
0: are so far, so far off. I'm afraid, so far off. Seventeen thousand six hundred dollars. That's
1: all she got. <laughs> all yeah, right, that's I'm okay with that's that. That's all she, that's okay all she got. It. Okay. That's all yeah, she that's got. Yeah, that's one person's um, taxes oh in a my year. Gosh. One farmer's taxes mm-hmm. in six
2: months.
0: Uh wow. Imagine, imagine filing. A wrongful death suit for five million dollars, and all you get 17, is seventeen thousand. Yeah, yeah.
1: If that doesn't speak volume. I'm surprised you got anything. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Right?
0: Yeah. Um. That's yeah. That's insane. Uh, so the lawsuit was eventually resolved out of court for, as I said, seventeen thousand six hundred dollars, with no one admitting wrongdoing, mm-hmm. uh, for the stated motive of avoiding expensive legal bills if the litigation went forward. Trina remarried and relocated to Lebanon, uh, Lebanon, mm. Missouri, where she died of cancer on January the twenty fourth, two thousand twelve, mm. which was her fifty fifth. Oh birth. wow, wow she was young. young,
1: but she was also twelve when this whole thing piece started. of shit got a hold of her. So yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah,
1: Lebanon isn't that far either. This is all within like a four hour circumference of us.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. That's insane. Wow. Well, wow. that's that's. I've never. I haven't done a case which is like being proper close to me yet. I've I've done some UK cases, but not near like where I live yeah, or where I used crazy. to. live.
1: Crazy. I'm gonna so crazy. ask if I that's know anyone crazy. from Skidmore. Yeah, I know. Do you know anyone from Skidmore? No. I think I do. I think someone I work with. Really, I'm going have to ask. Yeah. That is nice.
0: So that was yeah. That was the the story of. The still unsolved to this day murder of Ken McElroy. Thoughts, feelings. Oh you my think? god, that yes. was so Great. good!
1: That I can't believe so we haven't even heard that. No, of like, I've never to, heard like, the ask name. My mom. Yeah, because I'm like curious.
2: Wow,
0: it's insane. Like, I only really heard of it recently. To be fair, I think BuzzFeed's Unsolved did an episode about okay. it, and I was like that would be a good episode for a podcast like or for for the podcast yeah well
1: when you did your intro i was instantly like i know our job was
2: like wait what
0: (laughs) (laughs) so oh but yeah it's it's yeah it was a it was a really interesting one to to read up on um and like i said sort of vigilantism could be you, you could view it as a good thing or a bad thing mm-hmm. but for sure obviously at the end of the day like the law wasn't doing no. anything he was getting away with everything so a neighborhood watch wouldn't have done shit i don't think Except get people honest, that, that yeah have done exactly anything. yeah exactly it would have caused more collateral damage wow. so, so desperate times call for desperate measures and yeah,
2: yeah for he, sure
0: he needed to be taken and out. To be perfectly honest, yeah. like you know, I don't sort of condone murder, but yeah. After everything that we've talked about, I think justice <laughs> I think was it's served. Safe yeah, to say that this guy probably deserved holy it. cow, what a
1: great honest. story! Yeah. I love that. No kidding.
0: I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, so, uh, before we wrap up, um, ladies, if you don't mind again um plug in your show where people can find you where people can follow you where people can find your merch store and all that good stuff
1: so the best place well we're on all podcast platforms apple spotify you can watch the full episodes on youtube yep. um but something sinister podcast.com will lead you to all of our social media all of our merch, um, our episodes, everything. Yep. So find us on, you know, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook. We even have a TikTok. So yeah, we're we're on it all. We're hip. We're <laughs> hip.
0: You're, you're all over. All yes. Over. Um, <laughs> awesome. So you can find Horror House anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, if you follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter as well at Horror House underscore Pod. Uh, also. Don't forget to check out the merch store. Um, also, don't forget to rate and review both Horror House and Something Sinister. Um, we we don't settle for anything below five. If we get a four star review, like Mafia Lawyer is going to come and he's going to have a yeah. Word you don't want to be shot in work. the neck, okay? <laughs> no, <don't> care,
1: okay? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but and check out check out and Alexa's Alexa's lovely lovely show it's so good um and they deserve all the love and all the five star reviews um so all that's left from me is to say until next time stay spooky ladies would you like to give a little sign off as well
1: stay sinister y'all bye
0: bye